0: I have never been so disappointed with my country. I might even be able to use the term disgusted. I have never been so disgusted with my country. I've never never been so ashamed of my country. I'm actually embarrassed with what my country's doing right now. Hi, everybody. This is Brian Sussman, Hidden Headlines, Faith, Family, Freedom. I appreciate you listening. By the way, my website, briansussman.com. And my new Instagram page is at Brian Sussman Show. At Brian Sussman Show, and I appreciate you following me. Again, the subtitle to this podcast is Faith, Family, Freedom. They all work very well together, and they've all been tramped upon, or trampled upon, <laughs> trampled upon by this current administration in Washington D.C. It all happened within the course of a week. We find out that the Biden administration traded a man called the Merchant of Death for a basketball star. We'll talk about that. Do you think that's a fair trade? You'll get my opinion in just a moment. In the same week, we had, of course, the Respect for Marriage Act. The Respect for Marriage Act, which is actually the Disrespect for Marriage Act. Not just passed both houses of Congress, but it was signed into law by the president. And dozens of Republicans went on board with this one. You just got to wonder why. We'll talk about that. And then on top of all of this going down, we have a country that I'm very, very fond of. Nigeria, I'm fond of it because I have friends who live there, friends who are working very, very hard to spread the good news of Jesus on that African, on that Afri- in that African country, on that African continent. There is a war going on in that country. It's radical Muslims killing defenseless Christians more christians are being killed in nigeria than anywhere on the planet and that includes china right now and what has the biden administration done they've turned a complete blind eye to the point now where the biden administration the biden administration has taken nigeria off something called the freedom watch list that means in the eyes of the biden administration everything's cool in nigeria going along just fine just fine Now, I was going to have, and I may have promoted this in my last podcast episode, which was 147. In the last podcast episode, which I, again, believe was 147, I think I said that I was going to be talking about uh, election integrity. Well, I'm scrapping that for right now. We'll get back to that one. But I want to talk about this merchant of death in no uncertain terms you know, Brittany Greiner is the WNBA star, or I guess we should say former WNBA star, who, is, who was in prison in Russia. Now, this is someone who had been playing basketball in Russia. She knows how Russia operates very, very well. And she had some vape cartridges filled with cannabis, marijuana, in her belongings, now, as, a, as an experienced Russian traveler, she should have known that such things were illegal. But I don't know if it was pride, arrogance, or just, oops, I forgot. I'm not sure what it was. But those were found, and she was immediately brought before court, tried. I, think she, I, I believe she actually pled guilty, and she was sentenced. Nine years in prison. Now, some here in the United States of America would say, that's just not fair. Well, here's the deal. For those of you who have traveled abroad, you know how it works. When you're in another country, the laws of that country are sovereign. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what our Constitution says. It doesn't matter what our Bill of Rights says. It doesn't matter what goes down in a U.S. court of law. You're in another country. Guess what? If the same thing would have happened to her in Japan... I believe that the sentence would have actually been harsher. So she gets caught with this. Now, no sooner had this gone down, but many, many people here in the United States, this went down at the end of summer, many people in the United States said, oh boy, I can see what's about to happen here. You have the perfect prisoner. We can check off a bunch of boxes here so that this prisoner will cater to special interest groups in the United States, groups that the Biden administration wants to especially curry favor with. Those box who would be minority, check. Gay, check. Woman, check. And that's what they had in Brittany Griner. And Putin knew this. Putin, Mr. KGB, Mr. former KGB knew this. He saw this as an opportunity to hold her and use her as a political pawn to get the guy he wants out of prison so, so much, who's doing time in the United States for murder, the merchant of death. So again, people saw this coming from a long way off. The Russian court... Sentenced American basketball player Brittany Griner to nine and a half years, charges of uh, drugs. And the supervillain, Victor Bout, the supervillain, was brought forward in negotiations that almost began immediately behind closed doors as an exchange for Griner's freedom. You know, Victor Bout, the merchant of death, that's not a nickname the United States gave him. That's actually something that Great Britain gave him years ago. I'll tell you all about this guy in just a moment. And the more you hear it, it's just the, the scenario just gets worse and worse and worse. You're, you're, you have to stop and think at some point in time, what was my government thinking? Victor Bout clearly belongs in prison even now he remains one of the most dangerous criminals in the world. His real-life exploits are actually more unbelievable than the movie which was made loosely on his life starring Nicolas Cage back in 2005, entitled The The Lord of War. The Merchant of Death, a flamboyant arms dealer in his mid-50s, He had Russian military training, and he's a billionaire. How did he do it? By raiding the armories of collapsing Soviet Union countries in the early 90s and then selling, selling, or I should say, and then using old Soviet cargo planes to transport his black market weapons to conflict zones all around the world. (laughs) There's, There's even more. What did I tell you about the contracts he had with America? Oh, I'll get to that in just a moment. This guy was, he was incredibly smart. He started his work in Bulgaria, deviously smart. He started his work in Bulgaria when uh, Bulgaria collapsed, the communist government there collapsed. Most people don't know this, but Bulgaria has, even to this day, they make a lot of armaments But back then, they made a lot, a lot, a lot of armaments for the Soviet Union. And he was able to get all of these either for free or for pennies on the dollar because Bulgaria collapsed and no one knew who was in charge. And he swooped in and he was able to... I'm sure that a lot of people in Bulgaria made a lot of money off this deal. Anybody that would want to stop him or get in his way, there was probably a monster payoff involved. This guy was smart enough to mix his weapons shipments with more legitimate cargos all the time. You know, he would posture as a humanitarian, kind of like George Soros, always posturing as a humanitarian. Could somebody tell me, could somebody name one charitable thing George Soros has done, by the way? He's this philanthropist. What? Show me something he's done to help people. He uses his philanthropy to flip governments to make loads of money for himself to collapse economies and the stuff he's doing here in the United States. But I digress, as I often do in these Hidden Headlines episodes. This guy, Bout, was selling guns to every bad actor from Al-Qaeda to Hezbollah to the Taliban. And of course, these weapons were often used against troops who were fighting for the interests of the United States of America. He was bagged in Thailand in 2008 while trying to sell weapons to Colombian terrorists who were actually CIA agents in disguise. The deal in this particular case was, was unbelievable. This, so, so, again, he agreed, Bout agreed to this deal with CIA agents who were posing as folks wanting to purchase arms. Here's what he told them he could get. No reason not to believe him because this is the kind of stuff he would do. 800 surface-to-air missiles, 30,000 AK-47 rifles, 10 million rounds of ammunition, five tons of C-4 plastic explosives, as well as ultralight airplanes outfitted with grenade launchers and unmanned aerial vehicles this is the kind of stuff he could pull off he made it clear to the undercover cia operatives who arrested him that he understood his weapons would be used to kill americans who were working in Colombia. no problem with that because he had no problem with death that's why they called him the merchant of death so the U.S. government's charges against include a conspiracy to kill United States nationals, conspiracy to kill officers and employees of the United States, conspiracy to acquire and use anti-aircraft missiles, and conspiracy to provide material support and resources to a foreign terrorist organization. It was a 25-year prison sentence. Now enter woke basketball player Brittany Grimes, busted on drug charges in Russia. And she is used to fetch the world's worst arms dealer in the world, perhaps even in history. Now, here's the problem with this, and I know some of you are already thinking this because people in this audience are really sharp. I, I hear from you occasionally. This, this could very well, right, Be a boom to the Russian hostage industry because Vladimir Putin is no dummy and he now has every incentive to grab more Americans to use as bargaining chips going forward because there are other Russians that he would love to see set free. Again, going back to Bout, his business began in the early 90s, as I mentioned. Now, listen to this. By the late 90s, he had a company. It was his flagship company. He had a, a bunch of companies, but his flagship company was called Air Cess, C E S S, Air Cess. It was an air freight company. In fact, at that point in time, Air Cess ranked second after Lufthansa. In the volume of cargo shipped. And he was shipping all sorts of stuff. Again, humanitarian aid and more. Just wait and more. Just leave that right there because the and more is just going to make you want to. <laughs> well, we'll decide what it'll make you want to do in just a moment. But this is in the 1990s. He had 30 aircraft, he was a multimillionaire, he had 300 people in his employment. Now we go to the year 2002. The United Nations issued a report on Liberia. Bout was doing a lot of business in Iberia. And this further implicated his companies because they were avoiding sanctions. Bout denies that he ever, by the way, worked with Liberia's leader at the time, a guy named Charles Taylor Charles Taylor was accused of many, many war crimes, and and Bout says, no, 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 I never, ever worked with him. Well, you were doing a whole lot of work in Liberia, buddy, and you couldn't have been doing any of that work without Charles Taylor knowing about it. But nonetheless, the report by the UN identified some of Bout's top associates. His older brother, Sergei, was there, a guy named Pavel Popov. He was a very talented pianist in Moldova, who handled all about operations in the Central African Republic? Sergei Dinesko, who was a graduate of the Military Institute of Foreign Languages in Russia. He spoke Chinese and acted as Bout's deputy. They were doing a lot of work with the Chinese. And uh, then there was a guy, listen to this, named Richard Chikchakli. He was a Syrian-born, or I should say is, a Syrian-born American citizen. So American citizen, born in Syria. He was Bout's chief financial manager. Uh, Chichakli was also a U.S. Army veteran. And he was an expert in taxes and accounting. In fact, Chichakli had a legitimate accounting practice in Richardson, Texas. This guy was his chief financial officer. <laughs> it's, but, but wait, there's even more that you have to hear about. In 2005, it became apparent that Bout was in the crosshairs of the Treasury Department. They were going after him. They unveiled sanctions against him and his 30 companies. And they were going after Chichakli. They had lots of assets in the United States, and everything was going to be frozen. Future transactions inside the United States or through American banks were also blocked. So now the FBI goes to Chacholli's home in Texas to search his office, and they confiscate his computer, bank records, flight journals, on and on, and on. a copy of Bout's passport, a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of diamonds. Chichokli is in Russia and he's been hiding in Russia and they aren't able to get to Russia. And listen to what they find out. I'm just going down this road for a moment because it just shows you how he was playing everybody. The Department of Defense, as they were going through all this stuff, found at Chichokli's home, the Department of Defense started looking at these records and they made an unbelievable discovery. Some of Bout's companies... This is in 2005. You know, the big war on terror is going on in the Middle East. Bout's companies were delivering tents and frozen food to troops in Iraq. His planes had flown dozens of times in and out of Baghdad, according to flight records. And here is Bout profiting from it. The United States of America, the Pentagon, the Department of Defense totally got duped by this guy. And, and it's amazing because all of this escaped the attention of the press. It's, it's, it's come out now, but this is how diabolically clever this guy was. And of course, he was still running guns. He was still doing, I'll bet when he saw that Nicolas Cage movie, Lord of War. Which was the film about the immoral arms dealer, clearly modeled after Bout. He probably just sat back with a vodka in his hand and laughed and laughed and laughed. But it's amazing because he's probably laughing and laughing and laughing now, isn't he? What's really amazing is the Obama administration made a big deal about this guy, it made a big deal about Bout saying, well, I'll, I'll read some of the quotes. Uh, Because in 2010, John Brennan, Obama's national security advisor for Homeland Security and counterterrorism, said in an interview that capturing and trying Bout was crucial to thwarting the flow of illegal arms sales to dangerous terrorist entities. Brennan said, Victor Bout is someone who for decades was responsible for arms trafficking and supporting terrorist organizations on multiple continents. And now we got him. (laughs) Well, now we don't got him. Isn't it also amazing? The Democrat Party, as you know, is the party that's out to, one way or another, come hell or high water, get rid of the Second Amendment. So this is the party that's against guns. This is the party that's trying to water down your right to own a firearm. And they're very, very patient and long-suffering about it. So the party of no guns just freed the biggest gun guy ever. Does, does that make any sense to anybody? John Brennan, back during the Obama years, said prosecuting Bout was so important because we were able to stop these illegal arms track traffickers from carrying out their activities. Likewise, do you remember this guy, Eric Holder, the attorney general under the Obama administration? He said in 2011, after Bout's conviction was announced, that it was a major success of the justice system and government agencies that he was brought to justice. One of the world's, here's the quote, one of the world's most prolific arms dealers is being held accountable of his sordid past. Victor Bout and his arms trafficking and support of armed conflicts have been a source of concern around the globe for decades, and today he faces the prospect of life in prison for his efforts to sell millions of dollars worth of weapons to terrorists for use in killing Americans and now he's out and he's free and he'll probably work harder than ever to do anything possible to undermine freedom in the United States of America I want to conclude with a little bit of scripture I'm going to go to the book of Psalms this is Psalm 71 And it says this. You are my rock and my fortress, speaking to the Lord God Almighty, creator of the universe, upholder of all things, that God. Rescue me, oh my God, out of the hand of wicked men. I mean, friends, I'm feeling like we're just being run by wicked people. Out of the grasp of the wrongdoer and the ruthless man. That's what I feel when I'm thinking of D.C. these days, even people on the GOP side of the aisle. You are my hope, Lord. Oh, God, you are my confidence, even from my youth. You have sustained me from my birth. You are he who took me from my mother's womb. And for that, my praise is continually of you listen at the end of the day that's all i can trust in how about you friends thanks for listening brian sussman.com the website at brian sussman show is the instagram page really appreciate you thanks for listening and until next time